Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Second level schools are struggling to fill classroom vacancies and of course pupils are getting ready to return uh, within a week or so. There's actually 378 teacher vacancies in the secondary schools right across the length and breadth of Ireland at the moment. We're asking today, is teaching still an attractive job? Neil is with us on the line because Neil, you are a primary school teacher. Um, Is it still attractive? Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think there's still an element of it. Is it a vocation? Really? You know, you're not going into it for the money. You're going into it because you love what you do. Um, it's I've been teaching for three years now and it's been great you know I've worked with a lot of great people a lot of great kids a lot of great parents but it can be can be very challenging as well at times In the classroom? Yeah in the classroom I mean in the classroom and outside like dealing with the kids and you know sometimes with parents it's because I suppose 50% of the time it's the maths and the English, but the other 50% is dealing with, you know, teaching kids how to be future citizens, I suppose, you know, teaching them how to be people, how to get on with their peers and dealing with a lot of stuff they might be bringing in from home. So, you know, the literacy and the numeracy is only uh, half the job, mm-hmm. really. Was that not always the case, though? Or has that changed? Yeah, I think... I would feel that there's an awful lot of need out there, an awful lot of kids with an awful lot of need. I can't say for certain that it's increasing, but it feels like it is. That kids need a lot more support. And, maybe, and you know, maybe it's a great thing that it's just being recognised and kids have always needed this. And it's just great now that it's available and they're getting the support they need. But... uh yeah, it it just makes for a, a stressful environment sometimes, but a great one most of the time. Why do you think there's so many uh, staff vacancies at the minute? Um, I suppose just in the current climate that maybe it's not. You know, if you're 50-50 about it, you can make more money easier. And I suppose when young people are deciding what career to take, they look at things like buying a house and they take it into account and that, well, if I become a teacher, maybe I don't have as good a chance of of getting a house, a mortgage, all that. So it definitely would affect your decision, I think. Do you regret the career choice? No. No, no, I actually went back to do teaching. Okay. And um, I had a career change and I went back to do it. It was something I always wanted to do. No, I love it. I, it's a job with, you get an awful lot of meaning from us, an awful lot of joy. Um, no, I don't regret it. Yeah. Uh, James is, on, is joining us as well in um, in, in Tipperary. Um, you too are a teacher. Like, I mean, do you have any idea why there's so many staff vacancies across Ireland at the moment? Um, I think when you said that it was attractive, I would say it's probably unattractive for young teachers and that they're more likely to go abroad, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, London, um, than they would to go to Dublin or stay rural and stay local because there's just more security, better pay 
um, better professional development. Okay. And have many of your friends or colleagues, Jamesy, have they left? Um, when I left, I left with two uh, teachers from Cork. I have a few friends in London. I have a few friends that stage kind of going hour to hour. But it, that's just how it works. People go, um, recruitment starts in like March and then all of a sudden teachers have an opportunity to get a job before they finish training and they take it or they don't and they wait because they want to stay in Ireland. So you actually left and taught abroad? Yeah, I, I finished a couple of years ago and I went to a recruitment fair and they offered me a job which I didn't think I was going to get for English and history teaching. And I took it, I went and I, I wouldn't regret it. And where did you go? Uh, East London. Okay, and is that, sorry, is that where you are now, Jamesy? Uh, currently back in Ireland. But, You're back um, teaching in Ireland? I, I, I'm in East London for my fourth year next year but you're currently back teaching in Ireland is that if I take if I no no I'm just back visiting family oh in sorry Ireland you're then. back you're back at home on holidays basically but you're you're, you're going back to teach in, in London yeah yeah and you're saying it's 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 easier there is it no it's not easier it's it's they they give you guaranteed pay they give you a guaranteed salary but they have expectations of your commitment to students over there and um, which is which is only a good thing really so there's more professional development in the UK? Um, yeah, more development, more upwards, mobility, more chance promotions. It's generally more um, business-like, more corporate-like. Okay. And that's something you like? Um, I think, yeah, I think I do like yeah. it. And I'm interested because, I mean, a lot of the, the discussion today is, is around, and you can see it in the texts coming in here, the cost of living, you know, perspective. And, and Neil mentioned, you talked there, Neil, about a lot of people not getting into the profession, you know, because they're thinking about things like buying a mortgage and the cost of houses at the moment. But, I mean, surely the cost of living is as much of a problem in London, Jamesy. Um, well, yes, it is. But then when you get to London, this is the thing I kind of texted about was about how there's a London pay scale which even goes from inner London, outer London, fringe London, where you get paid more in London than you would outside of London. And if you're the two between Dublin and London and you're living in Tipperary or you're living in Wexford, you're going to pick London, really. So there's a London allowance? Um, yeah, there's a London allowance because there's just a greater need for teachers in London. Yeah. And, what, what, and is that, like, what, can you give us an indication? I mean, how does the London allowance work or is it it's obviously worthwhile then to go to london to take a job there i mean if you're if you're a new teacher or a training teacher i would definitely just look at the pay scales in the uk because it breaks it down from like post holder pay scales inner london pay scales fringe pay scales i have a friend that's looking at northampton to to relocate and it wouldn't be potentially the best choice considering that well london's a better a better life definitely a higher cost of living but a better life and better pay would you ever think of teaching abroad, Neil? Well, yeah, I actually am moving in September to Spain. Are you? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, to teach? Yeah, yeah well, now to teach teach English, I suppose. Um, I suppose myself and my girlfriend were just had a choice. It just seems to better standard of living, better quality of life, and to just, to be honest, to just be out of Ireland for a while so you're kind of not hearing every day how you're never going to have a house and all that just to live life for a little bit 
Okay. I mean, it's really interesting, that, like the two people that I'm talking to today on the show, you're teaching in Ireland at the moment, Neil, but you're actually, you're leaving. You're going in September to Spain. James is on the line, actually in Tipperary, but here on holidays because he's going back to teach in London. So it's, you know, it's, 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 is this common, Jamesy? Like, are a lot of your friends away? Um, if you're like, if you're starting off teaching, uh, you're, you're kind of begging for hours. You get paid by the hour. There's no security. You essentially, you get paid 35 euro an hour and you might get six hours. And so that's just not something you can live off of. Whereas you go to London, they give you a, a permanent full-time salary from your first year teaching and they, they continue to train you while guaranteeing you like, you know, a future as well. Mm. Whereas in Ireland, there's teachers just, they don't know if they're going to teach next year in the same school. And really, they're hoping on hope. Do you think we should have a Dublin allowance or a city allowance here, Jamesy, in Ireland? Um, well, a lot of vacancies are there. If they can't fill those vacancies, vacancies what are they going to do? Are they going to get French teachers to teach maths? Are they going to get maths teachers to teach English? Um, like, why are they going to do that problem? Mm. Um, and, like... It, like one thing is working and teaching in Dublin. It's another thing of waiting around in Dublin to try sub. So there's an idea there that like, how are you going to get teachers in Dublin? I know people won't like to hear this because it's it's summer holidays and they don't want to hear about teachers complaining about paying the summer holidays. But yeah. at the end of the day, the kids need teachers. You need teachers in society, and if there's no teachers in society, you'll have bigger problems well, than just people moaning on the radio. I, I mentioned with 378 vacancies across the country at the moment for secondary school teachers and half of those are in Dublin alone. Like, Neil, would you agree with that? I mean, do, do you think there should be a Dublin allowance? Yeah, I think there'll have to be, yeah. I know in our school we can't fill the posts because it is just so crazy expensive. I mean, it is everywhere, but Dublin particularly, um, yeah, they'll, they're going to have to, I would think. This texture has got in touch to say um, a lot of the, the, the roles in teaching are for short hours. Young teachers are treated quite poorly. No job security. They've crappy contracts of five or six hours. Um, there is more to it than, than jobs open as well. And talking about the kind of jobs that are out there. There's a listener who's texting here to say the teachers are being asked to be parents, social workers, psychologists, advocates and carers. I couldn't do it and I'm a guard, says this texter. Uh, Tom is on the line. Tom, you are a teacher but I believe you're actually struggling to get a job. Uh, I am indeed, yeah. Um, I've, I moved from a permanent position in Dublin down to West Cork uh, with my wife a couple of years back. So I'm at the, the latter end of my career and uh, I've found it absolutely impossible to get a full-time position. I've had one five-month stint in a, in a local school and a couple of other subbing positions, but in terms of uh, anything other than that, like I don't get paid for summers or midterms mm. or any Christmas or any of that stuff. And know, were you I full-time did. in Dublin? I was, yeah. And you it left? Just, uh, I did. I didn't think it would be as difficult to get a position down here, I must admit. And I did apply for dozens of jobs and I've gone for dozens of interviews. I think there may be a little, like, I'm just gone 63, so I think there may be a little bit of ageism involved. Not that, I'm not that they'll ever admit that, but right. uh, I think that's a, a factor. So even like, in recent times, I've been applying for just maternity leave cover and career break cover, thinking that, look, well, a teacher's a teacher, he has the experience, but no luck, I'm afraid. So what do you do in September, Tom? <laughs> uh, I've... Go back to some of the schools that I've been subbing in and ask them, do, do you have anything for me? Uh, it's as simple as that. Mm. Um, 
it, it's tough. Like, it's very demoralising. Yeah. Uh, I can understand the young teachers are the same. Uh, they, they're in the same boat. Like, they only get these, you know, six hours here, 11 hours there, and it's just not right. They, they just don't treat them properly. But I'm afraid at the other end of the scale, it, it's, uh, it's similar. I'm sure there are dozens and dozens of teachers like myself. Like, over the years, I was pushed more and more into teaching maths, which I became quite good at. Uh, but but it was never registered as a math teacher. Uh, then when I come down here, uh, any applications I made regarding the math teacher was totally discarded. Just that when you're not registered, you can't teach. Despite all the years that yeah. I've been teaching it. And why? What are your subjects? Uh, my subjects would have been business and economics and accountancy. So moving over into math wasn't such a big task. And as I say, after 15 years, like I came to teaching late. My mid forties, so um, uh, moving to maths wasn't such a big deal because yeah. there was a dire shortage of maths teachers. Do you think there should be this Dublin allowance for teachers? I mean, given the number of vacancies that we have at the moment, in, in, in absolutely, the du- you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think not just for teachers, but for civil servants and okay, for the public servants who are on fixed salaries. Yeah, you know, I'm inclined to agree with you. Actually, to be honest, you know, I mean that yeah. when you look at the guards and the nurses and the teachers, it's, it's yeah. hard to sort of understand how the guard and the teacher in Ballyshannon are on the same pay as you know people in, yeah, in Dublin that's, that's city that's centre. Not, yeah, that's not. Although I can't imagine too many nurses and guards and teachers in rural areas are, are going to be willing to, you know, <laughs> forego any of their salary to to put a top up on on those living no, in Dublin. That, but that's a, but I mean, if they introduce it uh, and and say, well, this is how it is. If you want to work in Dublin, there's an additional yeah. allowance. I mean, it, it, it'll take a while to bed in. Change change always does take time to bed in. Well, well actually. Yeah, j- just on that, Jamesy, I mean, in terms of the different grading that they have in the London area, like it's it, then does it does it actually work? You know, do they have problems recruiting people to London? No, they have no problem getting people into London. It's just they can't keep people in London because London's a city where people want to come and then when they get almost sick of the big city, they want to move somewhere in the countryside. But it's like a revolving door of young teachers. People are constantly coming to London because there's, well, there's guaranteed pay, guaranteed hours, guaranteed future in teaching, whereas you could be sitting around for years begging for hours. There's a text in here, Tom, from a listener who says, tell the teacher in West Cork that he should teach grinds and economics and accountancy. He'd absolutely clean up down in the area, <laughs> according to this texter. Anyway. Uh, I don't, well, give me their number. Yeah, they can, they can, they can give, you, give you a shout <laughs> off there, absolutely. There's another text. No, but I, I, it is very, I just found it very, very difficult. Yeah. Like, and I, I have an MBA as well. Uh, so I have a postgraduate qualifications and it just, well, I mean, in in a conversation that we're talking about um, the, the number of teaching vacancies around the country, and I mean, you're here with your, all your experience behind you, and you can't get a full time job. I mean, sure, it doesn't no, that's doesn't what I'm fit. Saying, like, I think the the ETBs are in a, a, a they're put in a, an unusual situation where anyone that up until the teachers council was was um, formed, um, that if you were teaching maths, fair enough, you're teaching maths. Uh, there's no problem. You stay in the same school. There's no problem. Stay within your same ETB. There's no problem. But you try moving out of that ETB area uh, without being registered for math. There's absolutely no way you're going to get a job. 
teaching maths with okay. an EQB school. Claire in Wicklow was texted in and says, I know several teachers, none of them want their kids to become teachers. It says it all, doesn't it? Endless abuse from some sections of the media as well. It doesn't help, according to Claire. Uh, there's another texter who's got in touch to say, teaching offers a great quality of life, certainly outside of Dublin. Brilliant work-life balance. You won't get rich, but you should be able to live a comfortable lifestyle. And let's be honest, the holidays are amazing. Paul in Wexford, he's a post-primary teacher for 17 years. Uh, we've another Paul on the line in Tralee. Paul, do you agree with this idea of a Dublin allowance for teachers? No, not not for teachers, for everybody. I lived I lived in London um, in, in for over twenty five years, and uh, everybody got some sort of London waiting allowance. Waiting, as in heavy, not hanging around. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was it was graduated as the whereabouts in London you lived. I worked for um, a biscuit manufacturing company, and um, the other fellows that worked for another part of in Leicestershire used to complain that we were paid more than them. But as I explained to one bloke, which is going back a while, mind, I paid 66000 for a flat in London, and his three-bedroom semi cost him 54000 I said, there's the difference. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you think this, this abs- and this, this is filled shortages? Works. Yeah, everybody, yeah, never mind teachers and civil servants and what have you, everybody who works in and, in and around London, uh, in and around Dublin, should get a waiting allowance. That's that's my personal opinion. I wonder, is there much appetite for that? Uh, well, well, there won't be um, from the employers, because they're going to have to uh, and the government, because somebody's going to have to put their hand in their pocket. But for people to be struggling, it's just you know, in the in their work, you'll have a happier workforce if they get. A, I mean, I got a fairly um, hefty uh, allowance every week. There's a text in here from a listener, uh, Vincent Cork, and he says, I worked as a swimming pool lifeguard in London in the mid-80s. I was paid an extra £50 per week as a London waiting. It is necessary, absolutely. I'm totally in favour of it. However, this texter, though, they've got in touch to say, should there be a, a Dublin allowance for teachers? Are you joking? What about badly paid bar staff and hotel staff and others a minimum wage all suffering? Um, the same cost of living as the teachers who are on, uh, and they're on a lot less income. Uh, than those working in the education sector. Um, what is not a help to entice people into the profession is the way teachers are vilified in the national media on a regular basis, says this texter. Do, do you well, see that, Tom? I mean, would you agree with that? Uh, teachers are being vilified? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has become... Like, I came into teaching in 2006 and um, it wasn't too bad then. But over the last, i say, eight, ten years, it's become quite stressful, yeah. A lot of issues with parents and kids not being reprimanded and uh, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety with teachers. Yeah, and like I would consider myself to be a fairly strong character, but it does wear you down eventually, you know. It is quite difficult. Mm-hmm. On the idea of the Dublin allowance, this listener is totally against the idea anyway. Uh, you're talking about this allowance to be paid by the government, so my taxes are going to have to pay for somebody to live in Dublin. I don't think so, says this listener. Keep your uh, your views on this coming into us. 53106 is the number. Like, do you agree with this idea of a Dublin allowance? Very similar to what Jamesy and, and Paul have talked about that happens in London. I mean, should we be paying uh, teachers or even other civil servants? Should they be getting more money to live within certain parts of uh, of Dublin city centre? 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.